Well, hello and welcome to another Gingerlicious Company Presents Writer's Bookshelf Podcast. But it is a first, and what can I mean by that? You've just heard the new jingle. What can I be talking about? It's not just any old writer's bookshelf. It is, of course, the travelling bookshelf. And if you remember me from my radio days, what does travelling bookshelf mean? It means I've travelled outside of the studio to the guests' humble abode, wherever they may live. I've made the dramatic journey all the way from Silsden. We're going to stick with the S's because I've travelled all the way across the border with my passport into Sully Settle. I've got some fantastic friends in Settle who always make me welcome. Who can I be talking about? I've knocked on the door, I've gone up the stairs, I am now in the dwelling and my guest today or on this edition of the Writer's Bookshelf, is none other than romantic novelist. She's sat to my right-hand side, waiting for it, just absorbing this fantastic introduction. She always makes me welcome. I've had cake and biscuits and coffee. We've kicked everybody out of the way. It's <laughs> Diane Allen. Diane, how are you doing? I'm fine, thanks, David, and thank you for visiting us. <laughs> Is that, well, that a good enough introduction for that you? That was fantastic. You always make me welcome, so we'll get this out of the way. I've known you for many years now, and I have to say one of the nicest welcomes and I'm trying I'm all, it doesn't does matter now but in summer I try and get my beach body and you <laughs> feed me up Diane chocolate biscuits oh, I'm sandwiches <laughs> a classic if you don't mind me saying a classic sort of farming community welcome is that that's right, yeah, that's how we were Because that's up. the background you are that's from. That's the background I've been Farming from, yeah. community. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we always look after our guests. You always, they all, you always get, or I always get, such, it's not just a drink of tea and a, and a rich tea biscuit. It's David, do you want a sandwich? Or if you have made it something, you know, cooked. It's, you, I always seem to join you at the table. And it's always plenty to to eat and just remind us where you were born because recently myself and the good Mr Driver took a trip on the Settled Carlisle uh, train and he said brilliant journey David you will go through the village I was born which is yeah no I was born in Leeds but all my uh, yeah, family come, come from Dentdale that's what I'm getting at I knew you were slightly wrong Leeds yeah. Dentdale yeah Dentdale what, what's it like grow, what was it like growing up in Dentdale uh, well I moved there <laughs> in my late teens it's a bit of a complicated yes, life but I, that's what we like on the bookshelf complication because I was bo- I was born in Leeds <coughs> Went to live in Oswick until I was 10, which is a lovely part of the world. And it's, you, you've been doing a bit of travelling. Yeah, yeah, I've done a lot of travelling. Went to live in Oswick until I was 10 at, yes. at Crummockdale, which is the furthest farm out Some you can. fantastic names. And then I went to live in Killington till I was 13, and then... Till I got married, I lived in Dentdale, which is where all my family live, so, so you, where I'm from. Whilst you've been moving around then, is it probably to, fair to say that you, you spent quite a lot of time and, and put roots down in Dentdale more than the other places? Yeah, yeah, we always went back to Dentdale. Dentdale's so a family uh, clan. 
Yeah, I think you said Oswick and various other yeah. places. Oh, what Crum Crum? Well, Crummer. Sorry, yes. I, I, I don't know to say anything incorrect. Crummer, and they're all moving around. But Dentdale is it, it is brings the, back is happy memories. Yeah, and you still got family there now. I still got a family there. Yeah, yeah. We're related to the Sedgwicks. Adam, yes. Adam Sedgwick, the famous geologist that oh, taught at little, Cambridge. Little, I'll name drop now. Little bit of name dropping, Diane drop Tinker. <laughs> <laughs> so then you've probably told me this but let's reach out to a new audience what um, at school I mean we're going to move on to the romantic novelist part of your life but what what was school life like were you an avid reader were you interested in in books, reading, stories, poetry, what what were school days like? It, well, it started because I was uh, I was the last of the family. I, you know, I had uh, four, three brothers and sisters, and yes. I, was, I was the late comer. Oh, so a bit like Donny Osmond then. Let me yeah. all the sort of big famous families, yeah. or like Michael Jackson. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. I wish they, I wish they were. But and I the was, youngest comes on. I was the youngest, and I was left to my own devices quite a bit because my father had got a farm at Crummock. And I was left to my own devices, and so I used to look forward to the library coming up to the farm every. So the, mo- so really the mobile, mobile library started me. And people won't realise that. So not obviously going to a library, no. a little van. Yeah, it was a mobile library. What type of, what type of van were it? Can you remember what mobile? Oh, gosh, I can't remember. Just like possibly... Yeah, it was in the it, 60s. I can't remember it, that far back. So would it would it be fair to say for the older listeners something a little bit like, like Heartbeat then? Yeah. When, when you, yeah. you see the old vans yeah, and, and... Yeah, you climbed into it you, and you, the shelves were yes. full of books and it was lovely and the, the librarian on that bus knew exactly what you wanted to read and what you wow. knew. And I Brilliant. mean, we, we, we lived two mile out of Ostwick uh, on a farm track and it's still came up to see us. I know, it was how fantastic. often did the like, mobile... I, think it, I can't remember, but I think it'd be about once a month. Once a, so we have to get a good, a good selection. Yeah. Like a squirrel story yeah, for the winter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you used to be squirrel nutkin and things like that. I used to read. What, so you get a little bit of the with it. What are the, what are the books then? What are the, what are the early interest of, of your reading? <laughs> I loved Enid Blyton yes. a lot. Yeah, mm. Enid Blyton. A little bit of a sk- man, far away tree yeah. and that sort of yeah. thing. And, and then we've been a farmer's daughter. I used to like Joyce Stranger, if you remember I her. don't actually know what sort of... Oh, she used to write books about Rex, a farm dog. Right, so and it's a rural again. Rural again, yeah, what I could relate to. Yeah, and then unfortunately <laughs> when you get to your teens you go into the darker gothic uh, stuff. I know, so, so we'll skip over that. So yeah. what you're saying is there... There's a little bit of hope there, Diane. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, yeah. a little bit older. Yeah. A bit of rock and roll. Yeah. Probably, you know, yeah. half a cider. Yeah, too much you, rock you know, and roll, the probably. Old bit of it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, maybe some wood binds, so to speak, and smoking no. behind the bike sheds and half a canoe cider. Canoe shed, it was canoe shed. Canoe shed. <laughs> and distractions, that's what yeah. we'll say. Yeah. And then possibly boyfriends and or yeah. boyfriend and yeah. marriage and yeah. children yeah. yeah yeah and then where did you start working where did working life started begin? working at Dent, a place called Dent Glass because we were back in Dentdale like, yes and it was a glass etching company oh uh, brilliant so uh, we and I learned to engrave glass did you enjoy it I did therapeutic or a I bit? did I did but it was very let me monotonous. say monotonous yeah because yeah. Yeah. we once 
engraved 240 glasses, I think, for some Shah of Iran or something oh, like did that. Did they all have to be the same? When you were engraving, they all had to be the same. repetitive engraving. Yeah. So it wasn't a sort of creative, free freestyle. It was in sometimes, yeah, because somebody would say, yeah, yeah. what would you like? And we'd start to come up with a plan. But yeah, I enjoyed it, really. Brilliant. And then where do we move on to? Then we got married. Came oh, over here. Yep. And I have to be say, some people might know, maybe for another interview, husband, Rocket Rob, Brian, <laughs> Brian Johnson, Brian Johnson lookalike in the rock and roll band. Enough said about enough that. Said, enough, enough said, enough said about that. And then you got into the publishing we went into business. the publishing. Yeah, I looked after my dad for quite a few years because yes. he was poorly. And then I went into publishing, all completely by accident. It were, well, my dad was poorly and he said, if there's a job comes up and I've gone, get into that place there because you've always loved books. Brilliant. And that's where I went. And um, I started at the bottom and I worked myself up to the top. Literally, from, yeah. from the very bottom. Yeah. And what sort of things then were you sort of, I mean, obviously, we're still not, or you're still not published, you're still not known as a writer. But no. So, so really, in a way, you've learned, you learned everything about the publishing book world, yeah. which is probably good for you. So yeah. what sort of things did that entail when you, you... When I said this side of the book, as in you're not an author yet, you're not actually published, but you are editing or that, you know, that sort of thing? wasn't editing, but I had to be careful what I chose and who I chose. To fit in with the genre that we publish, because we were a big family saga publisher yes. and cosy crime publisher, and I'd read, I, I had read a lot. I used to read three or four books a week. That were, that had been submit submissions, you may not. Yeah, no, yes. that was before I started at Magna. Sorry, yep, yep. Yeah, so I had read quite a lot of famous authors, and I knew who, which so author was. So you could get through the work, you're disciplined to read the yeah, books and get yeah, through. Yeah, so I used to know how to go about looking at a book and what was part of it, and you know if it was our style or not. And it's just I knew a lot of authors and a lot of people. And so you, you get a nose for it, like I got you a think, nose for it. You think sort of think well. This per so you might be dare I say there might be a well known name and and a, and a stalwart and a, and, a, and a real you know a good horse yeah. to back yeah and then which I get that yeah. where do you pick the the sort of new the new kid if you like on the block how what what you're looking for when you think I'm sure you've gone through a lot of submissions and you probably say oh same old same old and oh I've heard that what how, how does something sort of stand out how do you, you sort of get a nose for it what, what are you looking for I used to look for something a well plotted story a well just thought just that out, little bit different just that little bit different and somebody that told a real tale not one that was full of fashion names or something like that or something I did this and they did this and whatever and big names hmm. and I used to go out of my way to meet the author to see what they were like so well. face to face mate. I like face to face yeah and, and what, so what does that tell you is that I mean I, I imagine not everyone does that but do you think that was one of your sort of key points because yeah. just to see the, the person behind the, the words yeah there, yeah because in, then you then you get a good feeling on what that person's like and if, a good on sort of a good honest person yeah. you look into their eyes and, yeah. and like you know I know you yeah. as, as a friend yeah. and, and obviously you know different sort of aspects yeah. of our lives and you you strike me as someone saying well it's a first effort this person deserves a chance because yeah. they're a good, honest person. Is that what you? Yeah, that's exactly what. So reading seeing, yeah. the body language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and you just get a feel for a good book. I mean, uh, yeah. Oh, let me think. 
we were, we published quite a few first time authors. Mm. I mean, um, that have gone on to that have gone on to be, be, yeah, be doing better things. Yeah, we had Ian Rankin at one time. Brilliant. Also, that, so at the early stage of yeah. Ian. So, so what, what were your first thoughts on? I mean, obviously, you know, you say now Ian Rankin. Yeah. People listening. Yeah. Just the names enough. Yeah. You go into any decent bookshop. Ian Rankin. Ian Rankin. Right back to what? What were we thinking? What were people saying? Maybe, maybe. Well, we, we, if, we, we give him, we give him a chance. You know, it was his first book, and yeah, I took yeah. a liking to it. And then we bought so it. You, so you saw something. Yeah, and Val McDermott, we did the same with her. I mean, it's all crime, wow. and I'm a cyber yes, writer, yes. but it's always crimes that we used to start off. So, so, so and then somebody'd pinch them because they got too big. But something were there. Yeah. As in, you just thought. Yeah. They're gonna. They're going to do well yeah. out of this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And do you think, and just sticking slightly with Ian Rankin then, if you, I mean, have you read, are you still reading some Ian Rankin Yeah, I'm still reading Ian Rankin. So how do they compare? I mean, they do say, obviously, keep writing, keep writing, keep writing, and you get better and better, and that probably applies to yourself. Would you say, and only in your opinion, would you say the first Ian Rankin novel you read, First Chance, a, a vast improvement? I mean, I know it sounds daft saying that. Do, do you think, do you think it's, better now does it get better with him yeah with, he's, um, he's learnt his craft I think yeah, everybody yeah. learns the craft yeah. the more I mean, I don't mean that right. in the best possible yeah no no he was absolutely excellent when he started but he's got even better just, now just go yeah. just really sort yeah. of rise to the occasion yeah. absorb it and yeah. just yeah, you, you learn. I mean, I I read I read my yeah. first book and I thought, oh, I'd have done this and done that different, but that's do, what you learn as you go along. Do you think that's a good thing to beat you? beat yourself up we've got 10 20 30 books behind your novels and authors will visit the first novel but do you, are you do you beat yourself up or do you just think that's the best I could do then do you accept the journey of yeah you, you well I accept it I know I know happen. I shouldn't you can't beat yourself up about that no 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 and I know my editor must have had a fit <laughs> when she got first my, my first book and thought what is this woman on but do you think she probably <laughs> yeah but um, yeah, you just progress. You progress yourself. You learn. And learn you you and, learn and the learn. craft. So you think you say about the craft? People listening and and people tuned in, or you know, listening, downloading. Is that one of the best pieces of advice? Write to the best of your ability and accept the criticism. Yeah. All the, the constructive criticism, as in, just listen to your editor and listen to readers as well. Yeah. Both. Yeah. And, and yeah. progress from there. Your editor knows what... Hopefully, if she's got anything about it, or he's got everything mm-hmm. about it, the editor is your main person to listen to. Do you think so? In in, in respect of what, what, what will a good editor do for an author like yourself? She'll just make it more rounded and easier to read, and uh, she'll tell you if you put anything wrong in it. I mean... Mm-hmm. Let me think. If, if you I, sort of waffle, not not waffle on, but in the world of writing, you've got into your own world. Yeah, no. And it's not driving it forward. Yeah, I've read a lot of books that yeah. it's just full you know, of waffle and it needs cutting back. And it back. needs focusing just to get yeah. that forward. Yeah. yeah. You need it to be fast-paced. You don't need to lose... Or you have maybe, to lose your reader because yeah. in your own little world. Or maybe, I'm not saying people do that, you might have probably pop something in there, I'm not saying deliberately, 
inappropriate but something that just think oh no we can't really say this can we yeah. say something else no yeah? no and and I mean I must admit my my agent said write a raunchy book once so I wrote a raunchy book <sighs> but it was a little bit too raunchy was it now yes. goodness me you tinker <laughs> so the editor said no we can't have that can't have that can't have that so did he you had to edit that yourself you had to sort of just tone it down yeah tone it down yeah <laughs> It's, uh, so moving on now, you, you, you've moved out. You, you finally, you sort of moved out of the of your work. So when when did it? When did you realise, or when did you decide you were going? You was going to pen your first novel. How, how long ago is that now? Then, oh, mind me asking. I can, do you know? Diane, is it? It's about. 2000, 2005, 2006, yeah. yeah. So, so somewhere like sort of 17, 20 yeah, years I've ago. I've lost track because yeah. I just live in my book. So, so, so around, about, around about 2005. Yeah. You, so 24, uh, 2024, so it's about 18. We, 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 we're nearly 20 years ago. Yeah. And you decided, I mean, did you always believe you had a, a novel, at least one novel, inside of you? I had no idea. So how, how did that come about then? I had no idea at all. Wow, how um, did Diane Allen sit down and all of a sudden, wow, I've written a novel? Um, well, we were short of no, short of family sagas at work and we always published family sagas. So you're still working for, for family, the same Yeah, I'm company. still working for the company. And we were short of family sagas. I jokingly said to my secretary... You can have a go. Let's you? have a go. Seriously? See if we can write it, yeah. And we both, were you like... Both of you laughing, thinking. Yeah. Did, did you not really sort of think? Do you think I'll give it a go and think nothing of it? Yeah. Just, yeah, I'll just give it a go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I went back one night, and yes. I was a bit fed up of work, to be honest. And I thought, so right. you reached that stage of goodness me. Yeah, like everybody does <laughs> in, in, a, in jobs. You know, when you've yes. been there twenty yeah, years yeah, or more, yeah. you think, oh. But uh, we won't go there because I love my job anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I went back and I wrote and I, I wrote and I wrote and I wrote. And and. Just remind us, first novel was? For the Sake of a Family. For the Sake of a Family. Yeah. And where was that set? What, what? Dentdale. I like it. And what, what sort of period are we? It where? was Victorian. Victorian and a romantic yeah. a romantic novel. Yeah. yeah. And, and did, it, did it fare... Did you... Who was you, Did you edit it yourself or did you have to get yourself an no, editor? No, I sent it to my agent. Well, actually, I wrote one before that. Oh, right, she said, right, yeah. This yeah. was the second one I wrote yes. the, for the sake of the family. I sent yes. one before for that That'd to be, the agent. It did farewell. And she said, oh, God, this is rubbish. Did she? Absolute rubbish. Don't be Honestly. a writer. Yeah, don't be a writer, be a publisher. Is that what you were told? Yeah. Don't be a writer. Yeah. Be a publisher. And then she rung back a few weeks later and said, oh, there was a few diamonds in there. Don't give up altogether, Diane. Right. Uh, so that's what you got. That's what you've carried so forward. So that's when I carried forward writing for the sake of a family. See, so that's that's probably some brilliant advice because a lot of people would have said, "I'm not having that." I'm just yeah. Well, I did off. that. I did that for about two months and sulked. Did you? So, so is that is that the period of that? Probably answered my next question then. So what was it? Two month period between the the, the so the, fir- the the first novel which. Diane, this is a load of rubbish, just yeah. what you just said. Yeah. So two months for the second one. Yeah. Which is not bad. I think it was like 10 years or... Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it was two months before I wrote, I started to write it. Yes. But it only takes me about um, eight weeks to write a novel. Do you see it now? Yeah. So, right, let's stick with that then. Is that, is that how... 
what is the sort of process? So let's let's talk me talk me through it. You've got an idea. You might not have a title. You might have a working title. Probably don't matter at this time. You you've, you think like Dentdale, Oswick, Settle, whatever. How do you start? Have you got the characters? Have you got the? Do you do the ending first? Are you a person that starts at the beginning and goes all the way through? In your mind, you've written it, but yeah. you've got to pen it. Do you have a set word sort of count if you like? Every yeah, day? I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to write eighty to hundred thousand words per book. So eighty to hundred thousand words per book yeah. is your expectations. Yeah. yeah, and I try and write three thousand words a day. Yes, but some days you just can't yeah. even so, look at it. So is that Monday to Sunday? Do you work right every day? Or I write every day. So seven days a week. Yeah, three thousand words a day. Yeah, and then what? So what do you start at a? specific time or no it's whenever it's whenever family life permits and I, I, I do write quite a bit through a night so so really what suits you is you you know so Monday or yeah. Tuesday whatever you are thinking I've got to write 3,000 words you might be out with your husband you might be out with grandson yeah. you could be out walking shopping yeah you come back in the afternoon boom yeah. Or you might be up at seven o'clock in the morning yeah. and think, I've yeah. got an opportunity. As long as the 3,000 words... As long words as my 3,000 words get done, I'm yeah. happy, bunny. So when would you start... So let's say you've got seven days now, so you've got 21,000 words. Mm-hmm. I was, I'll stop there because I was checking my maths. <laughs> um, you've got your 21,000 words, or do you get that far? You've got 3,000 on Monday, 3,000 on Tuesday. When would you start going back to have a bit of an edit yourself or oh. you just keep going so, so no. you said about 3,000 words when would you start no. sort of looking at it I always edit I write my 3,000 words and then I, before I start writing again I edit the right. previous so, 3,000 so it's 3,000 yeah. edit another, another. Yeah. Oh, and what are, you, what, are you, what are you looking for you're looking for um, it always interests me this question as in are you looking for spelling mistakes are you still looking for the narrative and the story at this stage I'm looking for everything really everything yeah right so the spelling the grammar they jump out with you yeah yeah there's probably someone of your experience the spelling mistakes and grammar is going to jump out at you yeah not so, necessarily because you always see what you want to see well yeah yeah fair play but do you at least when would you bring someone else in to sort of read it because it's probably fair to say when you when you obviously penned it, you know the story. Are you, do you make a conscious effort not to skim read it and read every word oh, no. as a reader, I, not as oh it's my story, it's brilliant. No, I edit every every day, and then when I finish the book, I read it from cover to cover. Yes, and then it goes to my editor, and then she. And then you it. sort of wait by the hide under a cushion. Yeah, and, think, yeah, oh. and you, pa- you panic, you panic, and think, oh god, have I got the words right? Have I got the characters right? Yeah. Have I got everything right? Brilliant. So that, so that's. It's where I'm at now. The, the time, and, and is that the, obviously the set routine for all the books? You yeah. Should, did, did you do that in the first novel when all that was so bit of a, was that a little bit different than the first one? It was different. I pushed myself to write it because I knew my agent was waiting for it. And right. I, I, that's probably where I went wrong because I made quite a few mistakes. Yes. Simple mistakes now. So romantic novel, romantic novelist, should I say, under the name of Diane Allen. Yeah. And I just remind me now, you think I should know this because we are reasonably good friends. How yep. many novels have we completed? Have we got now? 
We've got we've got about twenty now. Oh, I'm going to go with twenty. Oh, I got, can't uh, even remember, David. It's <laughs> as simple as that. <laughs> oh, we're going to say twenty, should it? But you do write under two names, as in Diane Allen, which is your actual name, yeah. but you've got Gracie Hart. So, just tell us then why and when Gracie Hart came into play. Gracie Hart came into play because. I was writing a, a book a year. And, and so that was your contract under Diane yeah, Allen? Yeah, with Pan Macmillan. I've always been with Pan Macmillan for Diane Allen. So romantic novels. Yeah. One novel per year with Pan One Matt novel Millen. per year. Yes. And I... I we we moved. We had a shift in life. Ronnie retired. I moved here. Is that who look, the Rocket Ronnie looks like Brian Johnson? That's him. That's him. Brian Johnson. Yeah, I'm really Brian Johnson. Yeah, he, he's really Brian Johnson. It is. I think what we're saying yeah. to people, there'll be people listening to this, Diane, who know me and know yeah. you. Just let me add this: that Ron, the big Rocket Ron, Ronnie Allen, is the singer in a fantastic band called Ronnie and the Rockets. And a few months ago. I had the pleasure of seeing them live in concert and play a lot of 60s, 70s rock and roll and bluesy numbers. And I have to say, he's grown his hair a little bit longer. And for ACDC fans, Brian Johnson, lead singer, he had the flat cap on and I thought it, but I didn't say anything. And since that appearance, Diane, I'm... Everyone's saying Brian Johnson. <laughs> He's just cleared that up there. Sorry, Diane. It's all right, don't worry. <laughs> because I don't want people thinking we're making this He up. always takes over more than me anyway, so it doesn't matter. Why, every time I interview Diane, why does Rocket Ron get I don't know. He's just <laughs> his way into it. <laughs> He's not even in the room of Rocket. No, 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 no. Grace, Gracie Hart. Gracie Hart, Gracie yeah. Hart. Gracie Hart came about because I was bored, because I get bored so easily. In what, in what sort of respect were you... Were you bored in a creative board? A creative board. I have to think all the time. I have to think about something. So, is that on the number of novels? How many Diane novels are out when we're getting bored? How many before we started writing under? Uh, oh, I think there'd be about fifteen when when we started writing Grey. No, there wouldn't be that. Which is possibly on the street. Got yeah. a good block, you know, good set of novels, yeah. and it's romantic novels, and yeah. and and it just, I understand that. See that sort of creative drive is thinking. Am I am I rude in saying a little bit repetitive? I don't mean that, or not not repetitive, but just another outlet you're looking for. Yeah, just yeah, just another just outlet. Something yeah. a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. And so I started writing Grace Hart, and she their them books are set in Leeds and they're Victorian and they're quite gritty. Right. So, Gracie Hart, Victorian novels, set in Leeds. Although she's about to change. Oh, we're going to come on to that a little bit gritty. So, what's the difference then? Are the Diane Allen books just a little bit gentler? They're more gentler. And they, they're they're more farming, farming communities. So, farming community, a yeah. little bit of romance. Yeah. Yeah, in the in the, yeah, in the sort of, a lot of and romance, what time yeah. periods? Uh, just move up down time periods. Well, we've just had a move of time because we've gone to World War Two now. And so prior to that, have we gone back? Where, where did the, where Victorian the, Edwardian it was before? Victorian Edwardian. Yeah. We've moved to World War Two. We moved to World War. And, and a little bit so gentle romance. Gentle romance, yeah. Right, and so when you say a little bit grittier, a little bit, a little bit raunchy. A little bit raunchy. Yeah. Yeah. Apart from the new one that I'm writing now. Oh, oh that I've just submitted. Yeah. Now, we'll come on to that. I'll just backtrack slightly because 
about a couple of months ago, or maybe a month ago, we just talked about when you had your book launch. It wasn't any book launch. It was a double it book launch. Double, so you yeah. had, I remember very well, you had a new release from Diane Allen and a new release from Gracie Art. Tell us about those. Those are two latest novels. Do you know, I'm, I'm chasing my brain thinking, what bridles were they? It was... <laughs> I do it on purpose to catch know, you out, Diane. It was Gracie Hart. Take your time. Ba- the baker's sister. <laughs> it's always difficult on this one. No. Was... out the baker's sister. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that one, man. That so was that's the, the latest that one. That was the latest one with Simon and Schuster. It was the last in a trilogy about a baker's girl. And it was From about... like a teenager to young woman? Yeah, or all yeah, that, yeah teenager yeah, yeah, to a young yeah, yeah. woman. And this was about a sister who was a bit of a wayward child and yes. went off the rails a little. Oh, and me. then came home to find a family. Yep. And then we had Diane, Diane Allen. Allen. <sighs> Can't remember Daughter of the Dales, is it? Yes. <laughs> it's another I'm, one I'm having to ask know, you. No, because uh, this is how interviews should be. I love it because we also were sounding <laughs> and we, you know, after it rehearsed or anything like that. <sighs> and we, we just have a good old laugh. The Daughter of the Dales. So what's the sort of backstory in, uh, in um, that's set in uh, in Dentdale and it's a girl back gro- to Dentdale back to Dentdale I love me Dentdale and it's about a girl growing up in a farm and a, a father uh, thinks the son son should be the farmer and she wants to be the farmer she's the oh, daughter she's right. the farmer's daughter and don't give the ending away because often no, by the book. No, and that's basically what it is setting war years, the beginning of the war years. and uh, World War Two. World War Two, yep. yeah. And uh, it just uh, it just continues with her life and what she gets up to and what her friends get up to. Brilliant, brilliant. And, and finding a boyfriend. Yeah. <gasps> it goes off to war, but I'm oh, not seeing any more. Goodness. I'm not seeing um, any more because there's another one coming up. <laughs> keep them guessing, yeah. keep them guessing. Now... Where it's probably fair to say all people need to do your all the books you're telling us about I'm asking about today they are available in all in all major bookstores. Anybody wants to find out a little bit more about you, type in Diane Allen or Grace Allen, it comes up, yeah, and you can order. I mean, you are available anywhere yeah. now. Have we conquered or have you conquered? other countries not like Genghis Khan but have you conquered them in the book world Um, Germany are interested at the moment right that's interesting so is that is that a that would not be my first sort of guess I mean is that is that is there an opening then or, or are other romantic novelists already established in Germany they're already established and in you Germany. might be joining yeah, that they're a great Rosamund Pilcher fans they right, love yes. Rosamund Pilcher so there's a gap so there's there. a gap for that has really surprised me as in um, you know I'm going to get all the romantic yeah. novelists but no then, no Germany, Germany. Like, yeah Germany wow. likes sagas yeah because they're quite, quite family based aren't they Germans yes yeah so is that is that both Gracie Hart and Diane it's Allen Diane Allen at the moment. Just Diane Allen yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Any other? Any other? Um, uh, well, no. But I mean, we, they go to Australia and they go to Canada and they go to South Africa and India already. So India yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So 
Am I? Is this a daft question? Are they are they translated when they go to India? No, they're still no. in English language because they, the, they just go to the libraries. Because I'm, right. no, I'm a big yeah. library author. Yeah, that, no, but that's an interesting point. So if you go to the library, it stays. But yeah. obviously, when yeah. you know, we're not Aus- Australia. Yeah. You know, we we're, we're, in, we're, in, we're in all speaking the same language. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, in 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 in, um, yeah. in India, it's just the libraries, but it's the rest. Just, the rest, the rest is yeah, yeah, yeah. you can get them anywhere. Obviously, German, German yeah. will have to be translated. Yeah, yeah, translated. Yeah. That'll be yeah. interesting. It will. Yeah, I, I mean, German. We're translating a little bit of Yorkshire dialect. Yeah, or... it will. It will. It'll be quite interesting. <laughs> it's quite, we might have a comedy in there yeah, as well. Yeah, then. Could have. So tell us then. You've been dying to tell us, and we were talking. <laughs> sort of, I nearly said off camera, but off off sort of recording about the new turn or twist with Gracie Hart because. Probably two questions here. There's a twist, but we've talked about the double release. But I believe, since last seen you, you've got another book out. Or due to due, be released. Due to come out. What's that about? It's called... Well, I've got one with Gracie Hart, because I've got a brand new contract, and I've just delivered the next, first book. Oh, and that brilliant. Is, that is set in round, uh, round Trees in 1935 in York. York round trees and I think it might have chocolate in the title. Yes, of course it does. It's called the Chocolate Box Girls. Oh, brilliant! So again, romance. Romance. It's a little set bit of grittiness. Yeah, it, but not in the chocolate because no, 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 no. <laughs> it wouldn't be nice, would it? But no, it's set about four girls growing up in York that work for round trees factories and uh, in and out of romance. In and out of romance. So where did that idea come from? Is that another? Is that another creative? Turn is it as, as an author? Are you thinking I've done that? I've done that. Goodness, I've done that again. Yeah. And then you're thinking I hope it's well. Yeah. Well, I've thought of, I thought about writing one in Leeds again, but I think it was somewhere else's turn this time. So it was a new publisher. Yeah. New place. Mm. York is the capital. Well, should be the capital of Yorkshire. So. We, Do you think so? Yeah. Why? Because it's beautiful, isn't it, York? <laughs> I try to get a bit political then. Yeah, I know. I know. No, it's a nice, it's a nice place, is York. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. It's a very, very nice place. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I uh, started writing about York. So where where do do the ideas just come to you, or is it like you say you talk about Dendale and you talk about you're born in Leeds, and it's probably fair to say if you're born and bred there or spent some time there, it's a safe place to write about. Yeah. Or do you sometimes sort of reach out and think I'm gonna do something completely different? Yeah, but it's always something I know somewhere about. Is that a good thing for writers? Yeah. Then? Yeah. To be to, not not yeah. a safe place, but to be confident. Yeah, this, this one about round trees has taken a bit longer writing this time because I've had to do a lot of research on round trees. So, uh, and I bet you've enjoyed that. I have, yeah. <laughs> it's been fantastic. I didn't know how long Aero and, uh, Aero and Smart is and what is it what, what, that she's just making? Oh, you've lost me. Yeah. I've, 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 you have caught each Kit Kat. Kit Kat, goodness. Kit Kat came yeah. out in 1934. Did it? Yeah, but it wasn't well, called Kit Kat. It was called what was it called? Chocolate Wafer Bar. Chocolate Wafer Bar. So it, Again, you've got to be so. I mean, writers out there, you know, sci sci fi novelist, horror, if, if, if he's not based on fact, you've got a free open book, open page, but it's so. It's imperative to get it right, yeah. yeah. Especially when you've yeah. when you've picked a massive. Well, you've picked a big favourite round trees. Yeah. There's no way, Diane, is there? No, that's If you right. get it wrong, yeah. don't matter all your hard work goes into that yeah. novel. Yeah. If you get something wrong, there's someone going to be on the. Yeah. Social media. What's she talking about? Yeah, Absolutely. no. Nineteen thirty-seven. It was nineteen thirty-five. Yeah. You, so, 
Are you a, a real stickler for oh, getting yeah. it right? Oh, yeah, I have to get it right. <laughs> I have, that, Everything. Everything's got to be correct. I'll, I'll, I'll sleep at night. chocolate, like I said, keep yeah. What do you say? Choc- what do you wafer? Chocolate wafer bar. Chocolate yeah. wafer bar, yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's got to be. It's got to be right, yeah. And the cut will eat. Yeah, it is a cat in my book, yeah, until, <laughs> until the next one it in the series. <laughs> They haven't had a break. No, they haven't had a break. Have a break, have a kick <laughs> and were, they, were the rappers? Were the rappers always red? Are you going to tell me? They were always red. Always been red. red. Yeah. You know, it's little things like that. Yeah. There's always someone out there yeah. that's um, a sort of a little bit of an expert. Yeah. Go, going on there. Yeah. So have you have you enjoyed that? When when you let's say for argument's sake, you might pen five, six, seven novels in very you know similar genre. Is it? To use, does it give you that breath of fresh air that a writer needs, like you said about Roundridge, to continue to another three novels and think, yeah, I've got something new here to write about? Is that is that a good advice to? I'm not saying reinvent yourself, but just just slightly change direction, yeah, just to keep going. I'll to get a bit stirred. Yeah, no, no, you need a new direction and you need need a new bit of uh, information going on in your. Head. I think that's good for. Do you think the readers want something? A little bit different as, as well. As long as you don't deter from your main story, you know. Just that, just that little. Just that little bit, yeah. Just, just that little bit of a twist. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's always a twist in the books, anyway. Is there now? Yeah, they always have is, to be a twist. Is yeah. So when is the? Um, obviously, the books we've spoken about now uh, are available. So when when is the new the Chocolate Girls? The cho- have I got about the Chocolate I've, I've Chocolate Box Girls? The Chocolate yeah. Box Girl. Goodness me! That coffee. You've put some forgetful portion in there. The Chocolate Box Girls. When is that going to be available? I think it's to be published in February, but I am so February. It's up in the air at the moment. It's just yeah. been submitted. Yeah, February. Because obviously, when people are listening now, yeah. it's um, and what we're doing was recording yeah. just at the back end of um, September. Yeah, um, and obviously, I would imagine you've got some other recordings. Yeah, and it, people are probably going to be listening to this sometime in October. Yeah, so. Obviously, people, you're listening in October. It's going to be a 2024 release. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. February. So, what is what does then? There's no more books released this year from yourself. Then. Not from myself. No. Not from yourself. So the first release, hopefully, 2024. Yeah. And um, any any. Other books, hopefully, out in 2024. Yeah, have we got, there a, should have be, got a, an exclusive? There should be two more. In Diane Allen or... Diane Allen and Gracie Hart. And can you give us a little bit of an insight the into those? Diane Allen will be out, I think, in August, September by Pam Macmillan. Um, t- any title work Yeah, title? it's Welcome to the Dales. Welcome, and that's, so that's your World War Two from Edwardian times up to yeah, World War Two. Yeah, II. but that's about some evacuees that come to Gargrave from Liverpool. Is that based on any factual? There's a lot of factual. Record. So you're doing a bit of research. So it's, it's actually yeah. happened then, or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, has that been interesting to? Did you, oh, is it's that, fantastic. Is that something you know about now, or just a little bit, and you've had to do research? There's well, I knew quite a bit because my brother was a lot older than me. So right, so it's been in your mind. So it's been in my mind. For a while. Yeah, yeah. Because so you used to talk facts. about war yeah, things, yeah. yeah, and whatever. But yeah, the evacuees. Yeah, it's completely fictional. Cool. But, but it is based but it's on fact. Based on fact, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's Diane Allen. Yeah. One. What about the Gracie Hart one? Um, that's 
I'm really putting you on the spot. I know you are. I know you are because I haven't even started this one. Bless it. I've just put given it a title yesterday. It is uh, welcome to the welcome to the chocolate girls. Yeah. Right. So that's obviously that is the second yeah, or something like that. <laughs> right. So when do you think that might be? I think that's about September time. So it's probably going to be around about a double sort of release of it all yeah. around. So the, the first chocolate box girls is February. Yeah. Twenty. 24 and then September maybe September possibly October yep. you're going to get the second instalment yep. of the Chocolate Box Girls yep. so we've got something to uh, and then, then there's another one because it's a trilogy oh goodness uh, well that'll be 20, 25 that's the Chocolate Girls Find, find Love and is that going to be the end that's the end of that trilogy it's just because some people Fair to say, it might be a one-off novel. That's fine. It, it might turn into a series of books. So you've all you have set your mind on it. It was always going to be the three books. Yeah. So you, in your mind, you well, you already know. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know you haven't penned them all yet, but you know the story within yeah. a few. So you can close your eyes and you know what's going to happen. Yeah. Apart, yeah. yeah. It goes twisting turns. Just about. Just yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just about. Yeah, hopefully. Are you, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. We have to say, Diane, it's been a pleasure meeting you again. And you can also hold the kudos of, because you know me, obviously, from the radio days. Mm-hmm. Now, sort of putting it out via the podcast. And this is the first ever... Uh, right to travelling first ever travelling bookshelf podcast so you can have you can have that to your list oh, of that's awards forget all the stuff you've won <laughs> you know all this you, you know recognised throughout the world and this romantic novelist writer that's you know you're off down to London all these big events <laughs> you can always say do you know what when David came to interview me for the podcast you was you were the first person. Oh well, it's been a big honour. Thank you, David. <laughs> you can say goodbye now. <laughs> Bye. Thank Bye. you, all my readers. Well, brilliant stuff. <laughs> You've been listening to the brilliant Diane Allen and Gracie Hart. Two for the price of one. If you want to find out more, all you need to do is get yourself on your computer, get yourself on your phone in Google, type in Diane Allen uh, or even Gracie Hart, and all plethora of books brilliant brilliant stuff and as i've said if you like what you have been listening to tell your friends go on to my site and download it it is of course the gingerlicious company presents and if you want to find out a little bit more about me get to my website which is daviddriverauthor.com so thanks for listening and hopefully you will download another podcast bye for now